Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam, and I got a great show lined up for you today. I've uh, got special guests on the show that's a powerhouse couple, and I'm really excited to have these two on uh, today. They are the founders and operators of Navy Paddles, uh, navypaddles.com. So if you're listening to the show, open up another browser, go to navypaddles.com and check it out. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to bring Kyle and Melinda Naseth on the phone. Did I say that right? Please tell me. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. that's fine. Thanks, Adam. Absolutely. Appreciate so, having you. Hey, uh, I'm glad you guys. Uh, t- first off, thank you for taking time out of your guys' busy day to uh, come on and talk with our guests, or excuse me, our listeners. Um, why don't you guys to kind of dig in and tell us a little bit about yourselves? So I did 22 years in the military. Started out enlisted, then uh, got my commission as an engineering LDO. Um, was first stationed on the USS Duluth and then shifted over into Naval Special Warfare uh, where I was engineering officer, Special Boat Team 12, and then commissioned Riverine Squadron 3 in Yorktown, Virginia. And then that's where uh, things kind of changed for us a little bit. Um, we were commissioning this command <clears throat> and I had been given a paddle and uh, so a riverine command, we were taking blue water sailors and turning them into pseudo marines for the mission on the Euphrates River mm-hmm. in Iraq. And so we we said, why not use the you know an icon of teamwork in a paddle um, for a gift for any of the coalition forces that we were working with, or for the the men and women that uh, were deserving of it within the command and. That was how things kind of started. Uh, we had a hard time finding a paddle initially. And so I sent a, a grocery sack with the shape of the paddle I wanted back to my dad. And he, here in Wisconsin. Here in Wisconsin. And he created the mm-hmm. first Navy well, paddle. Me, this one, if you can see that. Nice. This is the first one. So from there, <laughs> we just kept doing that. Um, and first there was 10 paddles, then there was 10 more paddles. And then there was 20 paddles and then. So his office looked like a paddle store. So he had all these paddles piled up. And then on the couch, he had all of these rolls of 550 cord with various colors. Then he had different warfare pins and things. So his guys would come into the office. Sir, can I pick out my paddle for when I transfer? <laughs> so they'd put in their orders and he would make them for them. So, and then of course those people go to another command. And then um, when someone at that command is trying to PCS or transfer or or retire, obviously they say, well, what should we get him? And that guy says, Hey, I know a guy, he makes a paddle. Let me call him. So So. let's, let's backtrack a little bit here. So the time in the military, what, what you, I'm assuming you, as you just said, you started this while you were still in. Yes. So what, yes, what, but I, what, but what I was year or time it. frame? Uh, it was 2007, okay. and and I was not doing it for profit. I was only doing it uh, out of the goodness of my heart. The only profit that that was made was was to buy the paddle, yeah. and obviously my dad was doing it, so that would have been the only profit that was made. Yeah, he's the only one that made money on the deal. Yeah, <laughs> so all the way until 2012, we were doing this out of the goodness of our heart. Right. Um, because the men and women that got, that received them were deserving of them. Nice, that's that's awesome. So now, 2012 and forward, 
when did, when did you decide, hey, you know what, I can make a business out of this, or this is something that I want to pursue more on a, on a full-time basis? Was that something that you initially thought about, or was this kind of like... No. Yeah, no, exactly. This was not something you would necessarily think of jumping into as a career, uh, but in the military, you're told to do something, and so you do it. Um, in 2012, we moved back here to Wisconsin, and... The economy was what it was, which wasn't good, which wasn't good. <laughs> and, and, and so we fired our general contractor and I took on that role as bu to build our house. Uh, we've got a 1930s farmhouse and we completely gutted and renovated it and added on quite a bit and added on to it to what we have now today. During that time, I was also continued to slowly make paddles in the evenings as we were building the house and living with my parents because people just knew <clears throat> they would just contact him. Hey, sir, you still making paddles? I know you're retired, but can I still get one? So people would still contact him a lot. So that's when we made a small website. And so they could go to the website, see a little bit of the stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't anything really impressive, but it got the word out there. And then in 2013, uh, I went on a shed hunting trip. And I said, Melinda, could you just log into my my dumb phone? Because at the time there weren't smartphones yet. <laughs> just check his, his voicemail remotely. Because where he goes off the grid in the middle of nowhere, you have to have a sat phone to talk to anybody. So he didn't get reception. Nice. And people would call and leave messages. So I said, Yeah, I'll check your phone. Well, I had I had a newborn and an almost two-year-old at the time. So I was a little bit busy and living with his parents while we built our house. So my world was a little chaotic. Moving to the Midwest from San Diego, I'm a, I'm a West Coast beach girl, not a Midwest snow girl. So this was a huge transition for me. Um, <clears throat> so I checked his phone and there was quite a few people leaving messages wanting paddles while he was gone for two, three weeks in the middle of nowhere having his time off. <laughs> nice. So I get back and she says, get to work, get to work. We had... There was at least 30 paddles at that point. Lined up wow. ready for him to go. I've, I had orders made for everybody. Here's the wrap co colors. Here's the the knot they want used on the handle. This is the wording we're going to put on the plaques. This is here. Get going. So this is no all, and this, this was all basically at this point, you're still, a lot of this was just word of mouth, right? Yes. Yes. Correct. Yeah. I would say 99% of it was word of mouth. Wow. Yeah, people just awesome. remembered him and kept calling him. Mm -hmm. That is so yeah. cool. But but the word of mouth has has a, a big megaphone to it. When the commanding officer stands up at a retirement and receives a paddle and the whole command sees that paddle and goes, wow, that's a pretty cool gift. And we're getting it for the commanding officer. How can I get one of those? And, and so it generates it generates its own momentum. Yes. By the presentations that they're given it. Yeah. Well, I, when I first saw it, I was just like, okay, I'm not, you know, I was an army guy, but these are really cool. I mean, it, it and, and we I make see, army paddles too. Yeah. And I, I see that. I see that. And, and, and you guys make some other stuff as well. I see uh, on the website plaques, coin boxes, some fins. I mean, all this stuff is, I, I got to ask, how long does it take to make a paddle? So the actual, we, we still produce our paddles, plus we also have um, a mass-produced line of paddles as well. Um, 
but we still the the custom stuff that you see on there, like the Thor hammer and the fin, and uh, some of the plaque, the custom plaques, we build those ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're asking how long does it take to produce a paddle or to put a paddle together, both to decorate one or to, to make it like to like like to like to, <laughs> like to cut it, make it, and then like decorating it because I know like like I'm I'm looking at some of the wraps on these paddles and it's like that that can take some time. It looks like just in itself. Sure. So we start right at the, the original start of the process. We actually, we cut our lumber from logs. We so cut, we cut trees down. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll actually create our own lumber. Yes. That's so cool. And, and then from there, obviously it's kiln dried and, and we have other lumber that we get that specialty lumber that we don't have on, on the property. But then once we get the boards, I would say it takes about, now it's not all man hours, but it takes about a week to produce a paddle from start to finish. Wow. But that's, you know, a couple hours today, you know, gluing it, cutting out all the strips of wood, right. then gluing it up. Then you got to wait till the next day. Then you got to plane it. Then you got to shape it. Then you got to finish sand it. There's quite a process to each one of these. Oh, there is. Yes, yes. And there's several days of varnishing. You have to wait in between each layer of varnish you apply for it to dry properly. It's it's a labor oh, of yeah. love. Each piece that, is yeah. definitely handmade, and it takes a long time. That's I think. So that's, people say, "Oh, can I get can I get fifty of these?" I say, "Yeah, how about in two months?" Because it it's a labor of love for every single piece. Right. They're, they're, but we have built we have built up our stock at this point to where you know mm -hmm. an order of fifty isn't all that bad for yeah. us. We've done orders for over a hundred yes. uh, for like the Detroit Lions, uh, for the White House. Mm -hmm. um, so once once we get the physical paddle, it's going to depend on on the project itself. Mm -hmm. If it's just adding warfare's devices, um, a ribbon rack, a plaque, and some coins, you're talking maybe maybe two hours to produce that portion of it. Mm -hmm. gotcha. So that yeah, and the wrap styles will depend how long they take. Some rap styles only take me maybe 20 minutes, but there's other rap styles that might take me two hours, you know, depending on the complexity of, of the rap. One of the raps he hates to do, it takes like eight hours to do a, a five inch area on the blade. Yeah, it's just ridiculous how long it takes to do it. Because you got to be so meticulous in, in laying the, the strands in properly to begin with. I, so. I'm hearing like, so you, is it just you, you two doing the more of the labor side of it right now? Do you have a team we, that helps? I mean, I can't think of like, oh my God, if you had a hundred of these and you're sitting there, I got to do this eight hour. And I'm like, <laughs> I, <laughs> we, have, we have a team. Yeah, we, have, we have an office staff and customer service staff that works with me and processes orders and takes payments and helps um, a design crew that helps design it. We send out, a design proof for everybody to review, make sure everything is laid out the way they want it and that the words are spelled correctly before we engrave, all of that. Then it goes to production and then Kyle and his staff take over. And so in, in the, you know, let's say just an order for uh, the Detroit Lions, uh, obviously that that took more than a couple of days. So we broke it up into, into lots of like 20 Mm -hmm. And so we would do 20 paddles and then 20 paddles and 20 paddles. Because we had other orders to do as well. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So during those, to do 20 paddles isn't all that difficult. Um, so you don't eat a Big Mac 
in one bite mm -hmm. and we, we are kind of the same thing with a big order like that. <laughs> we break it up into something manageable and, and work it over time. I like well, that we analogy. Have some, some, <laughs> some would be at engraving, getting engraved into the wood while the while some are being wrapped and then they'd swap places. All right. So, so. now, Melinda, you bring up a point. So the engraving side of it, I'm, I'm geeking out at this stuff. I just love this this type of stuff. So it's like, when you engrave it, is is it like laser engraver or are you like, is it like a wood burn? No, uh, laser engraved. Laser engraved. It's laser engraved. And yeah. then we paint fill so it really gotcha. pops. It's got a black paint fill in the engraved area. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or we do plaques too. We, I mean, uh, brass plates. Okay. Or you can do picture plates that are colored. Yeah. We put people's mug shots on there. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not. Or, 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 yeah, or if, if you got, uh, you know, a cool picture from when you were downrange with a bunch of your buddies mm -hmm. yeah. and, uh, you know, the buddies want to get their, you know, their friend this paddle was mm -hmm. going away and they'll put a, a group picture on the front or back. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, what you see on the website, um, you know, those, there's some pretty cool paddles on the front side, but some of the more unique paddles that are, you know, have a little bit of different history to them. The backside actually has uh, some of the more um, flowery, flavorful, flavorful uh, look to it. Wordy. Yeah. <laughs> you catch my drift. Oh, I totally get where you're going with it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Very personalized. <laughs> I bet. I bet you get some... You're some, quite uncensored. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it, folks. I, I absolutely... Listen, folks, if you guys are listening uh, to the show right now, it means you're already online. Open up another browser. You got to go check this out. NavyPaddles.com. It's, it's one of the coolest things that I've seen. And I'm not just saying that because you guys are, are on the show. Um, like, just looking at this stuff is, and the stuff that you guys offer is, is amazing. It, it really is. And, and the, the quality of the craftsmanship behind this is uh, you can tell there it's obviously there's a labor of love and you guys are passionate about what you guys are doing. Otherwise, you, you, I would assume you wouldn't be doing it as long as you've been doing it, you know. So um, from one veteran to a, to a veteran family, thank you for what you guys do, because I, I think uh, the way you guys are are giving this out to people and, and allowing people to either place an order or just having a, a something so unique like this is, is, you know, truly amazing. So, so for me, uh, we call it our craft of honor. We're giving back to those, those oh that have served or are serving or are serving. And at the same time, all of those memories that happened during that special time are put into that paddle. So these paddles back here behind me, those have memories. Yeah. And uh, and my kids will then ask questions. Hey, Dad, why? what's that paddle all about? Why do you have that hanging on the wall? Because they were born at the tail end of my career. And so it's conversation pieces that really also help me at the same time, because it might not be my kids. It might be uh, someone coming over you know, to have fun on an evening, and they ask me questions. And those questions lead to conversations yeah. and it keeps me connected to the military. Yep. And a lot of times for service members, you know, we talk about PTSD, we talk about suicide, but a lot of times the reason those service members go and have those issues is because they don't talk about them. 
And so to be able to have those conversations and bring them up, um, I think this is a good way you can do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And be proud of your service. You know, so many service members are very humble and they don't want to recognize the things that they did. Mm -hmm, Um, But at the same time, they really need to recognize for their family, maybe not for them. It's a a legacy. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's something that they need to think about for their future and for their family's future. I gotta tell they you, sacrifice. I've, I've never really looked at it that way, and that's that. You, you, that's a very good point. It, it's never been explained to me in that form before, and and that's um, that's eye opening for me because I, I'm 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 very like eh, whatever. I served, did nine years mm-hmm. deployment. I don't. It's like glad I did it. It was a cool experience. I'm a person I am today. Yada yada yada. But no big deal, right? Yeah, but, but it is a big but, right, and 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 and, it, and it's it's as I'm getting more seasoned, I, I realize looking back on that is like, wait a minute, is like one, I wouldn't be the person I am today, and I'm I'm my passion lies in in telling other people's stories and and helping people achieve and get to where they want to go, right? Yeah, I wouldn't have had that if if I hadn't been in the military and that's a big part of it and sharing and that's you know I with my P, I have had PTSD and 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 you know there's some days are good some days are bad right but I I learned I was fortunate enough that early on I, I talked about my experiences and and I realized that once talking about it but it's it's getting the person to talk about it and I think having these yeah. is, is a like you said is a great uh not only a reminder but it, it's definitely a talking piece on that so that that's mm-hmm. great that you bring that up what um what's next for you guys what what what's what's next <laughs> so we enjoy doing this obviously we wouldn't be doing it mm-hmm. uh but we want to carry this legacy somehow uh to grow this brand um we look at uh, bottle breacher and elijah crane we look at uh, other service members that are uh, such as Scott Taylor or, or uh, anyways, but there's so many amazing uh, men and women that need their story told. And so we want to get this to a point where, where someone's going to take this over uh, because we can only do this for so long. Right. So we're, we're looking to, to partner and grow this. Uh, so it does become a legacy for us as well. It's almost like our child, you it know? Is. Yeah. You, you start a business and that's for any entrepreneur, you start a business. And for us, this is really our, our, our job as well as our business. And so you grow that and you grow that just like you do your kids. Well, I always say it. We, when it was in its infancy, we stayed up very late nights trying yeah. to figure out what to do right with it. What does it need? How to how to care for it properly? Right. We fight over it, and what's the right way to raise it? You know, it's just like a kid. A business <laughs> is so much like a kid. Oh my gosh! It's so true. What, how how much money should we spend on it? How much should it do on its own? How, you know, when is it ready for the next level of growth and a responsibility? It's it's just very much like its own little human or uh, its yeah. own its own entity that we're growing here. So, so we're looking forward to launch our business. To where yeah. we're just business owners and not working in the business, just like you're looking to launch your 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 son uh, out of the nest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it needs to, to go to college, and we can go vacation more often. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope. 
I got to <laughs> pray for that scholarship so I don't have to pay for the college yeah. first, right? <laughs> so, um, folks, I got, I got, uh, you know, we're, we're getting close on time here, but I want to ask you each a question. Um, you're on a show called The Decision Hour, and and we make decisions every day as parents, as business owners, as, as just people in general, right? Name a time in your life where your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision. What was it and what was the atmosphere like for you at that time? For us, I think it was it was the same time because when he was about to um, retire, separate from the military, the whole world was available to us, but at the same time, everything we knew was going away. And that was, that's very frightening to a lot of people. His whole career was military. That's what he knew. That's what he excelled at. That's where he had all his accomplishments. And now all of that was being closed. That chapter was closing and the whole rest of our world was up in the air, unknown, available to us. But the unknown is also very frightening at times when you don't know what to do next. And especially when we were taking our family from San Diego to the basement of my parents' house. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we didn't have a house. Um, we didn't know how to navigate the insurance system, the civilian insurance system. We're building a house. We're somehow trying to make ends meet with- and Acclimating to winter. Don't exactly. that. Yeah, acclimating <laughs> oh, to winter. And you know, those are things that we had not ever even dreamed about in many ways. Uh, because the military ha- gave us direction and said, here's where you're going next. Right. There was never an opportunity for us to really say, here's where we want to go next. And here's what, what should we do. What should we do? Yeah. And so th- this leap of faith for us um, has been an adventure. And it, yeah, it, it was a leap that we both took. And as you can see, we still take together every single day. Love it. I, I absolutely love it. Folks, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to share your business and your story with all of us today it was our pleasure folks that's all the time that we have today uh again you got to check it out navy paddles navypaddles.com you're already online just open up another browser go to the website place an order today um before we let you go got to give a shout out to our parent network heroes media group go check out all the other shows and articles that they have over there simply go to www dot heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.